How many mics do we? Government, the other day. Uh, ride it away, ride it away. Funky on the mic like an old batch of cops. My mind can't remember how many asteroids are still at heart. And no one's from the old school. Cause rap is still a brand new tool. I say. Good evening, Jay. How are you? Hi. Yeah, hi. How you doing today? Good, how are you? I'm quite well, I'm quite well. So we're very excited. Welcome to uh, the same old new school here on At Vocalo. This is episode 15, a very monumental episode. It's a very big night. Uh, we're very happy to have you in the mix. Uh, you and I are just meeting for the first time. Yeah. And and I hear that you are a, uh, a rabid hip hop fan. Is this correct? Yeah, yeah, I do like hip hop a lot. Okay, now before we get into your review of Logic's record, uh, real quick, uh, who's in your top five? No judgment. Uh, I don't know. Uh, like right now or like ever? I don't know. I, don't I mean, know. you decide. Uh, you decide. Logic we're, we're is all definitely about in there, though. Logic is definitely okay. in there. Okay, uh, so we got Logic. I did it. I made it. I'm loved and I'm hated. I started from the bottom. Now my neighborhood is gated. They say so he's joining Lucas. I love it when they count me out. I'm a soldier. I'm a soldier. Love when they think I ain't cool because I'm, I'm sober. In Juice World. J. Cole is probably in there. Everything come back around full circle. Why do lies sound pleasant, but the truth hurtful? Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah, it's probably it. Okay, that is a solid list. That is, that's four, though, but that's okay. I won't press Yeah, you. I don't know. I don't know. You're new to the family, and we're happy to have you. So, all right, let it rip, man. Let's hear what you think about the new the new Logic record. All right, so, you know, uh, I just want to start. I really like it. Uh, I think it's what we all liked in everybody. Uh, it went, that happened in 2017. It's 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 the logic that we remember from then, and he he kind of fell off with Confessions of a Dangerous Mind. It wasn't the greatest album, you know. It was more mainstream, you know, derogatory towards women, which is something that rap. It's most it's one of most it's one of rap's most you know hated qualities, and mm -hmm. he really he really switched up with this album, you know. He he went back to what people thought of as like logic before the fame or whatnot. People, you know, mm -hmm. thought he switched up with fame. People thought, you know, he changed. And I think that this album really showed that he had it in him to not, you know, to be what, he, what to be what we really liked in everybody. And, mm -hmm. uh, you know, I like songs like, like A to Z where he, you know, rapped the whole alphabet, you know, after like a skit mm -hmm. with his son. He, mm -hmm. in, um, in Dad Bot, he just raps how he just wants to be a normal guy. You know, he wants to be a normal guy with a normal son and normal wife. On the one on one, my wife texts me, talking about you gotta get home, feed your son, girl, don't trip about it. Walk up in with applesauce and broccoli, little Bobby, better eat your greens, boy, don't give me lip about it. And he really shows that he's appreciative for his success and that working hard, you know, just pays off. And so mm -hmm. I really think this album kind of debunked the whole, you know, like, logic change with fame that mm -hmm. whole argument's kind of debunked it's kind of gone after this album mm. so That's yeah i really liked it so yeah it's about it now now how do you feel about this announcement of retirement i mean is this tough for you as a fan yeah it was bittersweet but you know it's like it's it's retirement like i'm glad he wants to be a normal guy you know i'm glad he just wants yeah. to you know have a normal life you know what i mean i mean he 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 did well for himself he's not gonna be short on money he's not gonna be short on you know, just like he should be himself. Yeah, I like that. Yeah, I feel that, man. I, I also don't believe he's actually going to retire forever. But, yeah, yeah, yeah. I think yeah, like, you know, nobody, six months, six months. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Give him give him like a year of dad life and then he'll be like 
hey, y'all, what y'all doing? The studio open? Y'all trying to do something? Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, great, great work. Um, you know, I've, I hear, you know, I, I hear that you are going to be with us regularly dropping gems, dropping reviews and perspective. And we're very excited about this. So thank you for uh, joining up with the same old New School podcast. And uh, on behalf of at Vocalo, uh, we welcome you and we thank you. All right. Thank you so much. All right, man. See you Stay later. safe in these streets. All right. Bye. Peace. Thank you. Safe to tell, y'all. Thank you. All right. Now, uh, yeah, young genius, young genius in the making. Uh, we're very excited. All right, folks, if you're just tuning in, this is the uh, same old new school podcast hosted by me, Idris Goodwin, and my usual co-host, Kevin Koval, is waiting in the green room. I'm about to bring him in. Kevin Koval, how you doing, brother? Yo, man, Zay Patel, fam. <laughs> you know what I mean? Listen, he's got perspective, man. Yo, young, I mean, look, the young critic is is really in the building, man. He he bodied, he said debunked. He, he crushed yeah. that whole shit, man. Yes. Yeah, exactly. Salutes to Zay Patel. Salutes to his family. I'm glad he, he you know, he takes uh, more after his mother than his father. Um, yeah, good. yeah, yeah. I mean, that's a, that is, you know, that is a blessing indeed and a half yeah. for, for all of us. <laughs> yes. Yeah. No, good young man, man. And yeah, I, I mean, I, did you did you spend any time with that Logic record? Full disclosure, I have not listened to the new Logic record yet, but I definitely uh, am tickled by this notion of uh, that, that, like... He's retiring to, to have a normal life and to be a dad and all this kind of stuff. I just I think it's very adorable and I think it's very quaint, but I think it's also totally ridiculous did, because did it's you, like there are lots of there are lots of normal dads who are also <laughs> professional artists. Like that's not <laughs> like like you know Prince was somebody's dad. Like you did, know what I mean? Like did uh, did you ever did you ever write one more play and be like yo. Uh, I, I, that's, this, it. I, that's it, yo. Yeah, that's it. This is that's the it, life. yo. This is retirement. Like Jay Z you know what I'm has children. Jay Z has Michael children. Jordan has children. <laughs> Michael Jordan has children. And I'm like, I'm telling you, he gonna get a year of that dad life, and he gonna be like. But don't you think that's he gonna be calling you, his homeboys? He gonna be you, calling his homeboys like, "Hey man, what y'all doing? Y'all trying to be in the studio tonight, man? I got these rhymes I wrote on the back of this diaper." <laughs> yo, they the shit. Um, Sorry, bro. Sorry. Hey, um, listen, that's this is like this that's like I gave you the I gave you the no look right there. Right, that was yeah. an assist. That was on my John Paxson. I think I think he is trying to be in that echelon of of rapper. I think he is trying to be like Jay. He is trying to be like yeah. um you know, and it was interesting to hear to hear young Zade's top four, I guess. I'll tell you something that's interesting. This is behind the scenes, but um, you know, we were talking about one of the reasons why I was so fascinated and taken with this young man is because we were talking about the Juice World record and how much he liked it, and and also the Pop Smoke record, both records mm. that we've talked about. And that's um, right. you know, and I and, and I, I told him like, quite brilliantly, we, might I add. I feel like we, we yeah, yeah, no, we we, we did our thing, we did our thing. But then I had him listen to Big's Ready to Die. And, mm -hmm. um, you know, he said easily in his top two. So he didn't mention Big, but I think that might have rounded out his five. And, there, and, the, and the next time you saw him, was he wearing one uh, sweatpants leg up? <laughs> he, he did have a bucket hat on and yeah. uh, he was chewing ginseng root. So I don't know what and to was, say about all that. Yeah. But. And he was East Coast stomping and he had a bike lock. <laughs> yeah. Around his neck. Exactly. Word yeah. up. 
Uh, well, how you doing, man? How you doing? I'm like good, man. Yo, I'm good. I'm good. It's good to to be here. It's good to to see you as always per Monday. Shout out Vocalo Radio. Shout out uh, Super Producer Justin Mayer, and shout out everybody for for turning in. You know what I mean? For tuning in. As uh, Zave Patel said, he mm-hmm. definitely did not have one pant leg up and a bike <laughs> to a ginseng root East Coast stop. No, you look. You line. see Zade's luxurious jungle background, man. He sees not. Yeah, you know, no, he's, he's living, living his best life. Right, he's, he's living his best other, life. Some other things. Yeah, right. Um, well, well, he's going to be back, right? He's going to review records with us regularly, man. Regularly, yeah, I mean, look, right? as often as often as as the young man wants to flex, we would love to have. I think he, I think he adds a lot to the show. We'd love to get him more more involved. Um, and so. and okay, that's what's up, man. So we're going to figure out how to do the three way call on uh, IG Live. In the meantime, yes. <laughs> we got some business. We got some business to get into. Exciting week. Exciting week in the world of hip hop and culture politics and the intersection of and I, I wanted to talk about this um new video dropped by this artist locksmith you know uh, uh comes out of the a west coast you know came up in the um sort of that what's that um the watts based kind of like their lyricist lounge their new eureka in their fight club like you know comes out of that like west coast battle culture uh locksmith a ferocious lyricist put out a video called black holocaust Great video, very simple, but really well done and just powerful, powerful lyrics, you know, and and really just hit me. You know, I listen to a copious amount of hip hop music every week. And, uh, you know, this is like this was like one of those kind of just a really well written set of bars, you know, with lines. I mean, I printed them out this week because I didn't want to miss any. So, I mean, he starts out with. Okay, okay, look, look up, up in the, in the sky. sky, it's a bird, it's a symbol, it's, it's another wealthy liberal throwing up a virtue signal. That's the first couplet. That and then he said and then he goes on another, another rich, rich Republican, Republican funneling, funneling corporate dollars to muzzle black, black voices were stuck with two choices, choices an open, open racist, racist or a closet bigot. Big. Okay, okay, locksmith. Right. This is what we're doing. So I see you. Yep. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, how'd you how'd you feel about the uh, the, the the Black Holocaust uh record? Well, one, you know, just per our conversation last week that we had about, you know, hip hop and Judaism and, and, you know, you know, black folks and and so-called anti-Semitism. Um, yeah. I, I love that. And I think it's important that he says black Holocaust, but again, yeah. because I think that, you know, there are still, you know, unfortunately, tragically Jews who are uh, hesitant to say the transatlantic slave trade was a Holocaust, which is, yeah, you know, that's right. r- r- like ridiculous. So I, I, I think it's important that I, I'll say this about this song and, and I want to, I want to see what you think. This is the best of edutainment. Uh, yeah. This is part of the reason why we love hip hop. And I think this song, yes. which is really just one verse, right, is yeah. needs to be kind of like your fall return to school civics class. Like cause yeah, there's indeed. so much in here that you could crack open, pull apart to yeah. make a, an American history class, a, a, a global civilization class. It's this song is is this verse is is incredible. And this and this to me is is what it is to me. Like this is what it is to me. Like yes, it's also a jam. It's also party rocking. It's also all those things. But to me, this is the foundation. This is the core. Like this is an essay. I mean, this is a this is a concise. It's in the tradition of, you know, hip hop is so influenced by its orators. You know, it's it's in the tradition of Frederick Douglass and, 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 and Martin Luther King Jr. and like Angela Davis. It's in the tradition of just oration. And that's what he's doing. I mean, every line is a jewel to reference what you referenced earlier. He says, we are not ex-slaves. Knock that falseness off. 
We are survivors of the transatlantic Holocaust, African genocide that lives inside this continent until America can admit to that this is the consequence. I mean, you know, this is this is real, you know, what Chuck D is talking about it. This is real reportage from the front lines, real perspective op-ed you know what i'm saying like this is i don't subscribe to the new york times this is what i this subscribe is new york to. times yeah yeah well yeah. that's i mean yeah to your you know chuck chuck d said of course hip-hop's the black cnn and i think that this is reportage this is an essay this is you know i i think that this is the kind of verse that would live really well in something like howard zinn's voices of people's history you know yeah. that this is this kind of uh, takes on a moment. This this embodies a moment, a critique. It is you know I, I think it's like Gramsci talks about the organic intellectual. Um, you know mm. the, the and and this is what hip hop does, right? This uh, mm. hip hop embodies this idea that the regular person is the intellectual because yeah. they have the experience of being working class, of going through the you know the the toil and the terror of the, the systems that oppress people and. and they are the workers. Um, people of color are the best reporters then of that system. Yeah, yeah, big facts, man. And the thing that's that it reminds me of too is that, you know, because he goes in on media too. He says, you know, um, and this is why I think he comes at up top. I'm going to talk trash about both sides, right? And he says, you know, newsflash: CNN is just as bad as Fox. You know, they coaxing black emotion to coincide with the notion that swings in their direction instead of true self-reflection, basically saying, like, come back to the person on the street, come back to the reporter on the street, because both of these places you're getting your news, you know, have an have an agenda. And and I think, you know, just to, to sort of correlate to where we're going next and not to jump ahead to where we're going next. But I think why I was right so obsessed with both of these these areas we're looking at tonight is because I feel like we're in. A really exciting moment where like we're going to return to something of a long time ago, which was this thing about just like pure oration, you know, like real orality, real perspective, like late, like precise perspective, because I think people are so hip to what's behind the curtain now. Like, you know, we're sort of post reality TV where even we know reality TV is not reality. You know, we are so post, post, post. And because everyone now is in essentially making reality TV, like you and I are making reality TV, everyone's posting their life and, and, and curating it, we all know it's bullshit, you know, to a degree that it's all constructed. And so I think folk are looking for real perspective and, and they're listening. I think folk are really like back to listening. Um, they yeah. don't listen enough, but we're, we're starting to get there. And this verse to me, this verse to me feels so like, urgent and present and spot on and it you know what it reminds me of it reminds me of like the the best ciphers where it's like someone just comes in and they are just they're they are picking out what's on all of our brains that we didn't even realize yet and they're saying this is exactly what's going on and i'm and i'm gonna weave it together in this really dope way and kind of blow your mind you know i think it's part of the reason why you and i teach the poem and why the poem is so effective in educational spaces, because in part it accounts for our attention deficit, but it also does the work of packing a lot in a small space because it utilizes yeah, the economy of language. And mm -hmm. yeah, I, I love this piece. I also, you know, Locksmith, man, I know Locksmith from 
the Bay Area battle scene, which is mm-hmm. you know that moment of grind time, like back in mm-hmm. the early early yeah. uh, aughts, like early yeah. aughts, mm-hmm. you know. And he's he's a very different. He has a very different consciousness, of course, in those battles, you know, where, and so I think it's also amazing to see how, one, somebody progresses, but how also within us, you know, like that no one is disposable. That shit he said maybe in those battles, I think he would get, if he said in 2020, would get canceled for. But then you see how somebody's consciousness progresses over time. He was a young man then, and now he's a grown man. But I think that that is, that's, it's pretty hilarious to go back to those locksmith battles. And he battled, you know, he battled disaster and daylight, yeah, and like, yeah, you know, like, yeah. like, you know, champions yeah. of that scene. And I think he, yeah. he veered off maybe more into the music, but like, even last yeah. week, post show, we were talking about, you know, Oblimey or Blimes and Gab, mm-hmm. uh, you know, who also comes from a similar scene and, you know, someone who, you know, battle rapped as a way to maybe get their music out, but then really focused on the music. And, and, you know, thankfully in both instances, you know, we're, we're glad that they did. Yeah, and hone, and that's what, and you can tell us that that level of precision. I mean, that's where you, that's the proving ground. That's where you hone. That's where you sharpen the blades. I mean, that's where Eminem comes out of, dumbfounded. I mean, Open Mike Eagle, like all these guys, like come out of that world, and that's where you, that's where you get the. I mean, that's where you get lines that are this tight. You know what I mean? That's where you get lines and flow and clarity. You know, it, it's, it reminds me of Kane, actually. He reminds me of Kane a little bit. Just that, that level of crispness, clarity, precision, and dexterity. These are very hard rhymes to say I, I, on and beat. I think I think <laughs> you know what I, I mean, I, and swiftly, I, you know. I think I think you're right that the cipher is the uh, proving ground because the cipher is also you. You can't go on and on in the cipher. Right. Somebody will somebody will like you need to kind of pay attention to the energy, to the flow in the cipher or somebody will cut you off. And so you have to come compounded, compact and powerful in order to, you know, gain and garner and keep attention. And I think I think you're right. I think he's utilizing that very well. Speaking of keeping attention and being concise, you know, the other hip hop quotable of the week for me, man, was this um, AOC, man, speech. And I knew she was going to do it. And really, let me back up real quick. This is a same old new school. Idris Goodwin. Kevin Koval. Shout out Vocalo Radio. Yeah. Shout out Vocalo Radio in the building. We're here every yeah. Monday um, and continuing conversation at same old new school on IG. But yeah, man, I want to get into this speech because I knew she was going to do it. I knew she was going to do it. And, uh, you know, and so just, just to catch people up, you know, so there was something going on in Congress, you know, whoop de woo uh, AOC was on the floor, said some stuff, went to do a vote. And then this uh, representative from, I think he's from Florida, uh, Yoho is his name. It sounds like Yahoo. Uh, yeah. Also, know, like, was, but his name is Yoho. It's like, come on, fam. Like, you're writing your own. The jokes yeah, write themselves. Yeah, come on. Um, and called her words that I'm not going to repeat here because they have no business being said. And, you know, he said some some disparaging words. And when I heard that story, I was like, she gonna take his head off. I know she gonna take his head off. And the reason I knew she was gonna take his head off is because she's from the Bronx and because of who's in her top five. Nas, big pun is up there. Of course, we've got Biggie, Tupac, KRS-One. As I was reading the speech again, and what's funny, real quick, she says, uh, while I'm not deeply hurt or offended by little comments that are made when I was reflecting on this, honestly, I thought I was just going to pack it up and go home. It's, it's just, just another day. another day. But then yesterday, Representative Yoho decided to come to the floor 
of the House of Representatives and make excuses for his behavior. And that I could not let, let go. go. Right. And then I was like, oh, that's right. Like, remember when she when she had Tupac in her list and we were very surprised by that? I'm like, oh, she's got some Tupac energy. Mm, yeah. That's what it is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She's got it's, Tupac energy. It's that call calm, and response. Tup- calm, calm Tupac. Calmer, calm, yes, charming yeah, yeah. Tupac. Not like yeah. not political like Tupac Roll. in some ways. Like, like exactly. you know, yeah. It's that call and response. And and I love how she began her speech. So, you know, first of all, she kicked this speech. It was like seven, eight, nine minutes on the House floor. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, she's a, she's a woman of color from the Bronx who is taking on not only, you know, she, go, she goes into it. She has layers to this, but essentially mm-hmm. she's taking on patriarchy, white privilege. I love yeah. how she begins, right? She says, she you know, she reps on the House floor. She begins by saying where she's from, which is also mm-hmm. some hip hop shit. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? She's like, I'm from the 14th district, da, da, you know what I mean? And then she reps her womanness. Do you yeah. know what I mean? She reps her family. Like, in some ways, she is using structures that are very similar to how an MC might write down, like, one of their songs. Exactly. You know? Exactly. And then she goes in to talk about these suckers, you know? And takes out, in the meantime, not only, like, Yoho and, you know, right. his man's Roger Williams, but yep. calls out street harassers, calls exactly. out the president, calls exactly. out the governor of Florida. Florida, and, yep. You know what I mean? And, and in it's doing like so... It, it, which is like Tupac and hit him up. Bob D, Cheeto XL. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like everybody could get it. Any, right. Any, all y'all can get this work. Right. And, and what? And, you know, in doing so, man, I think like, you know, she also, she says like, you know, it represents like these comments represent a culture with a lack of impunity that accepts a language of violence against women. Mm-hmm. And I think she's also talking to hip hop in some ways. You know, what say I mean? more, say more, because I, because I think like this is language that is also found. I mean, she's like I think the connection, her connection between taking the train in the Bronx mm-hmm. um, and what she heard on the steps of Congress represents yeah. a continuum between this disgusting line maintenance of male privilege and, and patriarchy. And well, it, I, it's no, please continue your point. Sorry. No, no, go ahead, go ahead. Well, no, because it's interesting because this is what I what what why I think this is powerful too, right? But the street harassment, hip hop, men of color, you know, we've heard that very well warranted and earned critique. But what we don't hear about is we don't hear as much about the congressmen, the senators, the you know, and that's why it's this to me is profound because these are the same people who look down upon people of a certain class, you know, hip hop and it's derog- you know, th- like these are the you know, this is you know, this this is the let's talk about misogyny in the world of hip hop. It's like no fam, the people in hip hop. They're getting their ideas about what a successful man looks like, about what power looks like. They looking at y'all. Mm. This is a borrowed way of being in the world, right? It's why there's it's so like, many Trump references in the music. I was just about to say that. Exactly. Yeah, sorry. Because yeah. that's what power looks like. Right. Right. And I think it's such a whack and tired critique when people are like, oh, they're so, you know, like, but, but hip hop loved Trump. It's like, yeah, hip hop liked Trump when he just like 
was flexing and had casinos, not when he was putting people in cages, okay? Like, that was not the hip-hop that... But, but the veil that's going down is there's a correlation. And that's what's so profound about this speech is this is... And then she's also a KRS-One fan. This is her KRS-One shit, too, where she's pulling... She's bringing all these things together, where it is like hip-hop, politicians, sports, whatever. It's all under this large umbrella that is patriarchy, that is toxic masculinity, that is everywhere, right? That is everywhere. That is pervasive everywhere. And even God-fearing family men like Homeboy who are considered to be civilized, upstanding, whatever, you know, not the cause of our scrutiny when we have our panel about, you know, toxic masculinity, right? It's like, no, we're, we're all in this conversation. We, we need to all be on this dais together, you know, getting our act together. You know what I mean? Well, which is what hip hop does. It brings it in the cypher. Why I think like the conversation actually about toxic masculinity is more pronounced in hip hop spaces than it is in other spaces, in part because there are profound and powerful women who insist that the conversation yeah, yeah. happens That's in the right. cypher. And I yeah. think like we are in proximity to one another, which is why it happens. I think you said something that I want to I want to just echo. You said that, you know, hip hop, it mirrors or has aspirational power which is why trump is yeah. is mentioned so much and so but it doesn't have actual power right and so there yeah. therein lies the difference exactly. right that, exactly that, that that it is it is kind of aspirational you know one thing you said is that this is um this is aoc's clapback right and i think i think it is worth mentioning that um you know clapback has a kind of you know odd etymology within the music itself you know you think of mm. uh ja rules clap back yeah here's the real the song versus, versus 50 and m and shady records but then you also have that Birdman. what happened to that boy with the clips what happened to that boy what happened to that boy clap, clap to that boy or whatever <laughs> yeah um what happened to that boy and then you and then you have like but you think of like um the boot camp click the ogc uh, original mm -hmm. gun clappers like in mm -hmm. the 90s too and just you know and, and and the clap back is something that comes ultimately from like you know it's part of how hip-hop pivots uh, around the language of violence and uses yeah. it as metaphor right I yeah mean, which is exactly which is pretty incredible yeah exactly yeah man and and so it, it was just a really like you know but these these two moments this week really just inspired me, man. Just a really inspired me just as a writer, to be honest, more than anything else, just as like someone who uses and, and wrestles with language to talk about the moment. Like I feel so validated right now because I'm like, mm. this is this is the kind of stuff. This is the kind of stuff because, you know, sometimes you wonder, you're like, OK, maybe people just want, you know, whatever. They just want some tweets and, and it's all good. But like, you know, this 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 sort of prevalence of orality and language and power of language, you know, it's just this stuff is not dead. It's like you can still you can still move move the world with this because I mean this dude is this she she mopped this dude. Cause cause I, first of all, none of us even knew who this dude was. No. No. And then and then this like dude has gotten fired. This, this he's gotten fired from shit since this. You know what I mean? This like she, got, she put him on blast and he got yeah. I, I will say, man, you gave me and I appreciate this, you gave me my uh one of my prompts for Bomb Squad for our apprenticeship program this week. You Do know, tell. We, we're, we're teaching 12 of uh, Louder Than the Bomb's finest at Young Chicago Walters all week. Um, but I, I, I think it's like both these pieces are beautiful manifestations or uh, embodiments of the rant. You know what I oh, mean? Yeah. Just totally. go off. Go, go off. off. Talk like your what, shit. what makes you talk your shit? What, what makes you angry? 
yeah. speak on it. Speak you know? on it, man. Tell us about it. You it's know what I mean? There's plenty to talk about. There's plenty, it's plenty to, to talk about. And, and, and look, and that's why, that, you know, it's, 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 you know, reason number like 8,000 why hip hop is so powerful is because Stays it is, it is a release, man. It is a way to channel, you know, so much of what you're given that is negative and flip it into the positive to take what is destructive and make it creative. And that shit is genius. On that note, we are at time, my friends. This has been Same Old New School with Kevin Koval and Idris Goodwin. Sorry, I just didn't allow you to speak for yourself. That's awful. So, right. Yo, uh, shout out to the young homie, Zaid Patel. Yes. Shout out Vocalo Radio. Shout out Justin yes. Mayer. And shout out everybody who tunes in, man. We, we really rock with y'all. Appreciate y'all. If you have, yo, I got to say, if, if folks have t- topics they want us to touch on in the week, please hit us up. We got an IG page now. Yeah, uh, definitely um, head over to at uh, same old new school. Um, follow us uh, next week. Uh, Kevin Cole, I stop me if I'm wrong, but next week. So I am moving across the country. Everybody pray for me. And so I think we're taking the week off next week. Unless, Kev, you want to jump on and no, just no, no, I think, I think go, we're through, gonna, we're go through old rhyme books. I, I know and we're good. I don't, I don't think anyone wants that. So I think, I think yeah, we are. Plus, I think this is our 15th episode. I think it's this good is to our like 15th catch episode. I think it's good to catch our breath. Uh, so, yeah, we will not be here next week, but uh, we will be here uh, the week following. So. And in the meantime, it's the perfect time to head over to Spotify or any streaming. I think we're on Apple Music, Stitcher. If you go to at Vocalo, if you go to Vocalo's space on those uh, streaming services and look for Same Old New School, you can listen to all the previous episodes uh, hand-stitched and beautifully created by super producer Justin Mayer. Yep. Yo, Idris, as always, fam, it's great to talk to you. You too, my man. Be well, y'all. Peace. Peace.